the other day when I was looking at this scripture and I saw that first thing about your brother and I thought, you know, I could go on about my brother, but in actuality, he's a much nicer person than I am. So you're lucky that, no, you're not lucky. You're really not lucky at all. He would be a better pastor for you and a better person for you. Um, but that's neither here nor there. He's not here and he doesn't need to know I said that about him. Okay. Um, but so I went to the end of the gospel. And at the end of the gospel, it said, where two or three are gathered in my name, I'm present in their midst. Where two or three are gathered. I have said for years, and this is good Eucharistic theology, people need to come to Mass five to ten minutes early. Here's why. Because if you sit in church and you start looking around and you see other people, every single person in this church right now has a view of God and a view of Jesus Christ. And if I could appreciate theirs and they could appreciate mine, we would have a better understanding of who God is in our lives. But Unfortunately, too many of us are busy all the time, and we forget that Jesus Christ is here in our midst. And if you follow the Eucharistic theology of all this, what happens is we gather, he's here. We read the scriptures, and the word was broken, the word was made flesh and dwelt among us, we're told in the Gospels. And so in the wearing or in the um, listening to the scriptures, God is present. Jesus Christ is here in our midst. Then the church has a theology called the Altar Christus. Maybe some of you have heard of that. The Altar Christus basically says that Jesus works through the priest. So he kind of uses us to bring the sacraments to the world in which we live. And so the third image of Christ is the priest representing Jesus Christ. And then finally, if you've done those things, bread and wine become the body and blood of Christ, and we come here to get nourished by that Eucharist every week. St. Paul has a lot of writings on that, a lot of his letters to the different communities, and he says to them over and over again, if you eat and drink the body and blood of Christ unworthily, you are eating and drinking your own condemnation. That's a frightening thing, because what he is saying is, we come here to become better people. And when we leave here, hopefully we are better people. We're not people who just came and said, I got the Eucharist, I'm going home, and I'm going to feel good about myself. It's not about feeling good about yourself. It's about being good to those around us and taking it to the ends of the earth. Think about that. Now, Carmel is one of the ends of the earth. Wherever we are, we're at an end of the earth. And he's saying, right here, right now in Carmel, Indiana, we need to be bringing the presence of Christ by the way we live our lives. That's why we receive the Eucharist. We receive the Eucharist to become part of the answer to the problems of the world by taking Christ out into it. God works through us. All of the saints throughout history have said, we are the hands and the feet of God. Jesus Christ doesn't walk the face of the earth anymore in anybody other than us. And so that's the answer for us, to let him speak through us. This happens in every sacrament in a different way, but in every single sacrament. And um, yesterday we were hearing confessions, and I was hearing some kids' confessions, and it reminded me of a confession I heard a number of years ago in Lafayette. 
Now, as most of you know, I was in Lafayette for 27 years, so I've got a lot of dirt on Lafayette if you ever need anything, okay? But one time we were hearing First Confessions. There's nothing any more beautiful than First Confessions because they're still holy, innocent people. They're not like the people I'm looking at right now, okay? And being those holy and those innocent people is beautiful, but one year we had a little girl. She could talk, but she would not talk. She had the ability to speak, but she would not speak. And every once in a while, out on the playground, she would say something to one of the kids in her class, but it was very, very rare. And it was First Confessions time. And her mother was a mess. And I said, stop it. She's not my first confession, okay? I've done this before. Just bring her, you know, but for like weeks before, she's going on and on. I said, stop it. Stop it. You're boring me to death with this, okay? It became the time for the first reconciliation. And the little girl comes over, and the mother's crying, and she said, she's not speaking. And I said, she's not speaking to you. She'll be just fine with me. Go sit down in the church. And so she came in, and I said, are you going to talk today? And she said, nope. I said, that's fine. I don't need you to talk. Can you nod your head? Is this your first confession? Have you sinned? What have you done? She just stared at me. Now, I've heard thousands of first confessions. So I said, have you lied? Have you back-talked? Have you fought with your brothers and sisters? I mean, it's not rocket science. They're seven years old, okay? And she's nodding her head this way and this way for all of her sins. And I said to her, you did just great. Now, I'm going to pray the act of contrition for you. So I prayed it for her, and her lips moved a little bit. No sound came out. And at the end, I said to her, I'm very proud of you. You made your first confession. And she stood up, and she threw her arms around me, and she said, I love you. And her mother comes tearing across the church. And she said, did she talk? And I said, I can't tell you what we talked about. This was confession. <laughs> I mean, seriously. You know, she was just trying to pry it out of me to get me in trouble. And so I said to her, talk to your daughter. She probably has things she wants to say to you. And have a good day. God works. We have to make sure we're recognizing his work. And he will work through us if we're doing the work of God. So on this feast of, of nothing except Labor Day, and that's not a feast day, it's a social thing, um, we're called to recognize that where two or three are gathered in my name, I'm there. So let's make sure we recognize Christ and that we carry Christ to the ends of the earth.